Hey guys, this is a, a, from a YouTube video I did a while back. It wasn't performing as well there. Um, this is something I want to try and test on the podcast to see if you guys might like it, might not like it. But take some of the videos that I haven't been performing as well over on YouTube, bring them over here, edit them for the podcast format, and see how well they do over here. This one's on how to find your first design client, which honestly is one of those topics that every designer out of college, if you're a younger designer starting in high school, it's it's a daunting task. You don't know how to do it. You don't know how to um, get your client. You might not be comfortable talking about money or sales, um, but I think this is a good topic for you guys to learn and get some more feedback on. Uh, I might dive into some of these things I talked about on this podcast a little bit deeper just to have uh, more background on it in the podcast. If you guys are uh, interested in this podcast or this topic, sorry, in this format, um, I'll be testing a couple of these out, see how well they perform. If they don't do as well as the other episodes, it just should be an experiment and we'll go back to the regular weekly podcast format. Um, so here you go. Hey guys, this is Tony with Thinner Geek Designs. Today I want to talk about how can you get your first design client in 2018. It's a topic I've seen a lot of people try to ask for advice on. Um, Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups. Trying to get that first client is always the hardest thing to do in any industry, especially if you're trying to become a freelance designer. I think the best thing to start out when it comes to trying to find your, graph your first design client is not having a good portfolio, but you should have a portfolio, is looking at your family and friends. This is something that a lot of people don't think about because they don't want to feel like they have to ask their family or friends to help them out getting started. But the thing is, I'm pretty sure that you know someone in your immediate circle that has a business, whether it's a family member, a friend, or a friend of a friend. These people are going to trust you before a stranger. Sounds weird, but it's true. Um, your family's going to try to help you get off the ground before someone who has to pay you, trust you, and you have little to no experience. You know, the work you're going to do for them is going to be small. Maybe it's just a brochure. Maybe it's just a menu for their restaurant. <clears throat> maybe it's just a landing page for their home, their, their website. Or maybe it's just a logo. But this is the building blocks to get you comfortable talking to clients gets you in the mood to understand what it needs, what the communication needs to be, understand what the relationship needs to be for a customer or a client and a designer. So this is just your foundation. It may not be your best work, it may not stay in your portfolio forever, but it's also a reference you can rely on when you start getting clients that are strangers, that don't know you, that are reaching out to you. You have a reference you can lean back on and say, hey, talk to my cousin, I work with them, likes this website blah 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 so start with family and friends I think that's the best way any designer can start out but there are a couple other things that designers can do to get their first uh, design client in 2018 uh, one of the other ways that you can get uh, your first design client as a designer is free work now this is a controversial topic as designers designers feel like they deserve to be paid they deserve to get all the money that they can which hey get as much money as you can Work for it, grind for it, get it. But when you're starting off, when you need to build a foundation of clients that you've worked with, this is probably the best way you can do it. Um, yes, you're getting your, your services away for free, 
But at the end of the day, you're getting experience, you're getting a client base, you're getting references, which is what you need to start off. People want to know who you've worked with, what you've done in the past, and how does that relate to their business? Can they have a company that you've worked with that's close to this? Or have you X amount of customers? I have these questions all the time coming. So these are things you need to know. Um, but free work isn't bad when you're starting off. The question is, can you get comfortable enough when starting doing free work to then ask for work? That's kind of a hard thing to do. Um, it's, it's something at some point you have to realize, well, I've got too much free work now I have to start asking. What do I ask for? What am I comfortable with? Um, every designer gets to that point. Um, I think at max you should have 10 free projects when you start out. That should get you enough of a wide range of customers um, and a wide enough understanding of different types of customers, different types of people that work in industries, different industries, different types of work that customers are looking for, and different timetables. How fast can you work? These are things that you need to understand before you even try looking for a client that's going to pay you. So work with family and friends and work for free. These are two great ways to start off, but there are a couple more that I like to get into. Before that, I want to get into what you should not do to get clients in 2018. It's something that I think I need to, needs to be addressed um, and should be addressed. One of the things you should not do to get design clients in 2018 is freelance websites. I will stand by this no matter what. I do not believe in freelance websites. Um, I think they are not good for the industry. I think they are not good for clients. You cannot build a client base on a freelance website. Can you get work? Yes. Have I gotten work off of them? Yes. Have I done what's technically against terms of service and taking clients off of freelance websites? Yes. And I'll continue to if I can. Why do I want to do that? I want to make sure that no matter what, I have a client base that I can communicate with, not a client base that a freelance website can communicate with. Freelance websites basically make a wall garden that they have to communicate through them to get to you. They're taking a cut out of your income. Why would you work for somewhere that would take a cut out of your income? On top of that, these places are not the best place to try to find customers. You're in a bidding situation. You're being outbid by people who are willing to go a lot lower than you to make a lot more in their country, which is fine. Those people can keep doing them. I respect it, but man, does it hurt our bottom line in the States. Um, so this really isn't the best place for you to try to find your first client, unless you're willing to take a dive in price, a dive in client base, because it's hard to get these people off the platform. Um, and if you get caught doing it too many times, you will get kicked off these platforms. I got kicked off a couple. I don't feel bad about it. I did what I did, and I've got my client base. This is when I was starting off. I was trying to find clients. There's a bunch on there, we worked off of it, um, but it happened. Now I don't need those websites, I've had clients coming to me, I have customers that want to work with me because they know my brand, they know what I'm capable of, they know what I will provide for them. Um, another thing that I see a lot of designers doing that is terrible to try to get your first customer is going into graphic design groups on social media begging for design work. Why are you going where other designers are? begging for work. I don't get it. I don't understand it. You're going where your competition is to try to find work. 
That's not how you're supposed to try to find work. You're supposed to go where your customers are, not where your competition is. Um, so stop going to Facebook groups of graphic designers asking for design work. No one's going to give it to you, or if they do, it's just going to be uh, basic work that anyone else can do. Um, another thing I will suggest to not do for finding design clients is Fiverr. Fiverr is probably the most hated website that I hate. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Um, one, you're not going to, again, just like the freelance websites, you're not going to have direct communication with those customers. Once that project's done, they're gone. How can you build a client base with that? How can you continue to grow and have references and have a portfolio? Um, Fiverr also has a huge issue with stolen artwork. It is ridiculous, it is disgusting, and it needs to stop. Um, and Fiverr just, $5 for a logo. What are you going to actually provide for your customers for that? You are going to have to do some crappy work to turn out as fast as possible. And then at the end of the day, are you really giving your client that best work? Are you really growing as a designer to get your best portfolio on Fiverr? But these are just my personal opinions of the top three things you should not do to get design clients in 2018. But there are a couple of other options. So let's continue what you should do to get clients in 2018. The last thing I'm going to suggest to you guys is to piggyback off the last topic, social media. Great tool. Really good tool. I think that's one of the best tools any business person has today. But how do you find clients using social media? I suggest going in groups for your local area. So I'm in Charlotte. I go to Charlotte Small Businesses. Any, any of those keywords, Charlotte Businesses, Charlotte Small Businesses, Charlotte Entrepreneurs. And I go in there, I start talking to people, I start commenting on their posts, giving feedback, and then I'll randomly post, say, hey, if you're looking for client work, reach out to me. They're sorry, if you're looking for design work, reach out to me. We can work together, we can talk about what your needs are. And then after a while, I'll start getting feedback about people looking for work. Um, this is something you need to do. Not go in design groups, but go into local small business groups. You can just do the same thing on LinkedIn and Facebook. I think these are powerful tools that designers aren't using or aren't using properly. You just don't go in and spam that you're a designer and you need work. It makes you look desperate. People don't want to work with desperate people. They want to work with people that know what they're doing and want to help other businesses grow. At the end of the day, that's what you do as a designer. You help businesses grow. Whether or not you think so, you do. Um, you can also do the same thing, but in a more personal manner. Um, there are local network groups or meetups in your area. These are groups where <clears throat> business owners meet, talk, and try to help each other grow. There's plenty of them around your area. Sometimes there's a small fee to join, $20, $50. At the end of the day, if that turns into a client, is that really worth that much? Yeah, I mean, that that's a benefit to me. $20 to $50 for a client that could turn into a couple thousand dollars? Sure, I'll eat that cost. Only issue with uh, network meetups is they usually have a limit on industries. So if there's another graphic designer that's in that group, usually won't be able to join. Just move on to the next one. Um, but I think that's about it for this one, guys. I think I covered a lot of topics that might help you try to find design clients in 2018 or your first one. Start with family and friends. They're going to trust you over anyone else. Do free work. It might suck at the beginning, and you might need to have another job to balance out your freelance work, 
but do it. It'll help you grow, and you'll get some clients underneath your belt. Uh, Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups for small businesses, so our network meetups. Those are some good ones also. And I gave you some tips on what not to do, and I think this is just as beneficial as what to do. Don't use Fiverr. Don't use design or whatever they are, freelance websites. And don't beg on design groups. No one's going to hire you there. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. I hope you liked it. I hope you learned something. Thank guys if you made it this far. Um, I think this topic has a lot to do every year. Like this, this topic gets brought up every year. How do I find clients? How do I get clients? How do I get my first client? Where should I get my first client? Why am I not getting my first client? There's different variations I could spin this for you guys. But and thank you for getting this far. This is a new episode, possibly. Um, there's a bunch of episodes. There are videos on the YouTube channel that haven't been performing as well as I thought they would. Maybe it was my timing. Maybe it was my SEO. Maybe it was the algorithm or whatever. Um, but if this works, I'll bring them over. Uh, next week, we'll be back with another original podcast and possibly one of these. Um, the rest of the year is going to be a little bit dicey just because we got the holiday coming up and it's the end of the year. And usually the end of the year, I like to kind of just sleep for myself and get kind of situated, get comfortable again. But we'll see how that goes. Um, if you want to see some of the other YouTube videos, just go to youtube.com slash C slash Designs. I'll uh, leave a link in the, the show descriptions for you guys. And uh, thanks for the support. Thanks for the, the interest in these episodes. Um, I'd love to hear from you guys about topics that you might be struggling as a designer or creative. Um, if you want to reach out to me about some topics or issues you're having, my DMs are always open on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Energy Design in both those places. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.